Welcome to Bailing, Scaling and Barbecue, where the boys talk about hunting, fishing and cooking. Now to your host, Lawson White. G'day, and today I've got Jamie O'Toole. And uh, Jamie O'Toole is a BSB member, a crew member. We um, constantly go out and film with Jamie as much as I can. How are you, mate? How are you doing? Yeah, good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, good. Once we get this computer right, we'll... Uh... <laughs> and I can say your name correctly, we'll be fine. So, um, how's the weather out there, mate? What's going on? Dry and hot. Dry and hot? Dry and hot. But anyway, it's supposed to be hot this time of year, but it's just very dry. We'll, it'll rain one day, we're one day closer every day, but sooner rather than later, it'll be good. Yeah, no, I do feel for your farmers. Um, did you get a crop this year? Did you get enough to yeah, pay mate, the we bills? Yeah, this year. Oh, you know, enough to keep us going, mate. But, um, that's, that's farming, but, you know, we were pretty lucky. You didn't have to go very far from home to... To, um, to see blokes that didn't get a crop in the area, so we're pretty lucky, but um, yeah, we want to start running pretty soon to, to make next year a bit better, but you know, yeah. rain. it's very unpredictable the best of times, so you never know, we could end up with a bus load of rain over Christmas, and we'll be whinging about how wet it is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we can't have it both ways. Yeah, right. that's right. Right, mate, so um, you've been pigging for a while, and I've, I've known you, well, I've shouldn't say I've known you I've I've heard about you for a long time I've um, I've watched you on the social media uh, sites um, but how did it all start for for Jamie oh I got my love of pig hunting from my uncle my dad's my dad's brother um, he was a mad pig hunter back in the day and he was a shearer so obviously you know you travel around the countryside you had a fair bit of country local um, some good country too but um, yeah mate you know what he's five six year old sitting in the old bloody 45 series cruiser going out pigging and back in the day you got a bit older and as soon as you got to Uncle Paddy's place in town you jumped on the back with the dogs and you sat there for an hour freezing your ass off during winter <laughs> trying to huddle up to the dogs buddy, to get where you were going pigging so um but no yeah it was, that's where I got my love of pigging and sort of even I suppose more so the the type of dogs that I run or have run for a few years um from Uncle Paddy as well so but um, yeah, mate, that's what I want. Love a pig hunting. I think I'll do it until I end up in a wheelchair. Oh, that's that's good, mate. So um, you're, you're talking about dogs. What kind of dogs was he, he running? And um, oh, what, kind, what kind of yeah, dogs? Yeah. Do you, what kind of dogs do you run now? Also, um, Uncle Paddy always had hairy dogs. Like he had his deer crosses and stag and crosses, and he did have a um, pure Roman nose bull terrier that he ran. He was a hard little dog, but. Um, and I've always had my hairy dogs. I've always had stag, boxer crosses, and um, wolfhound crosses, deer crosses. Um, I tried my hand at pure wolfhound, pure Dane at one stage. Oh, good dogs, good on the nose, athletic, but just a bit too leggy. But um, but back then, you know, hunting a lot of open country, so it didn't really matter. But oh, I've tried all sorts of dogs, like, um, yeah, collabs, bloody, bloody greyhounds. I've got. Probably the best bully grain I've ever had. The one I've got now, although I sort of didn't make the cut, but um, oh mate, anything from you know, tall dogs to a, I had a little Jack Russell cross mini foxy, and he was a bloody ripper of a little dog. He was funny as crap, take out <laughs> pigging, but and he would he'd whinge out the ute when he could smell him. Yeah, did you, but, did you um, just launch him out the window, or did you have? Oh mate, he's, I've got some footage. I have to find it and give it to you. It's pretty funny. Like he had no fear that dog. Yeah. But uh, he saved me a lot of vet bills and some made a bit of country that backed on either forestry and you get big forestry balls and they were used to fighting and yeah, I never had a vet bill while mm-hmm. I was using him because he'd make big balls sit down and they wouldn't fight. 
Yeah. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to fight with a dog hanging off me nuts. Either. No, I wouldn't want to fight. I'd, uh, I'd be crying. Yeah, so, <laughs> but yeah, now at the moment, oh, at the moment I got, um, I was running um, me bully stags, and then I bred, um, bred by other people my bully stags because I sort of got out of it for a year or two and then got back into it. But and then I bred two. I had unfortunately the mother died. She was my best dog, and then I've got a pup out of her. Um, one of the quickest learning pups I've ever had and that's sort of come from his brothers and sisters owners as well they can't get over how smart they are but their father was pretty switched on um, I've got a bully greyhound he's, I'm pretty sure he's got ADHD that dog um, <laughs> but um, he, listen, he, li- he listens well well, yeah, he does actually. He does. He just, he just never stops. He'll run everywhere. You take him for a walk. The other dogs are walking. He'll just run around, around, around. Just never stops. Yeah. But I bred him to a purebred deerhound bitch, and I've kept the dog out of that litter. Um, and he's he's coming all right. He's only been about four months old anyway, four and a half months old. But they're growing. But um, and then I've just recently got another. I was only running the two working dogs, and it was a bit harder. I. I, I, I it's okay to run one dog on it, you know. I try not to on fiery pigs because just you know, cost bed bills. No, you know, I'm not going to take on a bloke without any headgear on and shit like that. If you know what I mean. Like, yeah. My point is, you know, I don't need a penis extension to know that my dog can hang onto a pig by itself. Um, <laughs> it, they can. No, like, exactly. No, they can. Uh, anyway, um, so I got a dog off a, a bloke in town. Um, he's got some really handy dogs. Um, Wildy has so, and then he bred one of his good dogs to a bitch and he sort of had a few too many dogs so I got Doris um, is, very is, nice bitch um, is Doris that tan young. dog mate that we've been seeing yeah, yeah she got busted up pretty bad as a, as a younger dog and it sort of wrecked the confidence a little bit but I've just been running her with um, one of my dogs Bluey because yeah. he will bail sometimes on the bigger pigs but um, with another dog hangs like a tick and Doris is the same she'll bail on pigs by herself and not very confident but with um, another dog there she hangs like a tick so they work well together they do and yeah. she's a really nice, nice, well put together dog. So she's got some good blood in her from Wildy's dog. So yeah, I've seen, yeah, I've seen some running at the moment. I've seen some photos and um, a little bit of footage of her. Oh, I like the look of it. It's a, it's, a, it's a bitch, mate. Obviously, um, Doris, yeah, obviously. she's a bitch. I was going away from all bitches, but I got one back in the yard now. And, oh, I've got a yard dog, old Staffy, old Stanley. He's just a very ex- expensive um, cow's potato. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, you've got a you've got a few there, but that, they're all um all doing their purpose. But um, I no, do I right. I do love your uh I do love that bully grey and that and that blueies uh for for the age I still can't get over it. The the age and how well they um obviously they're breeding and, and how much work you put into them because you know you get a lot of guys oh my dog doesn't do anything till two or three. Well, you got to look at how much work you put into them and and your dogs yeah you. You can go there for a drive down the road, and you you're on pig property straight away. So you know, like yeah, like um, Bluey's breeding comes from um, Tom Fuller. For everyone knows him. I, I remember meeting him years and years ago. He's bred some really good dogs, and Blue was actually bred by two out of two of his dogs that he bred locally to home. And and um, I got him when he was nine months old. He just wasn't doing enough quick enough for our mate. But and I had a fair few dogs and. And Rex, I got given him by a mate of mine, and I didn't like Rex as a puppy. He's just this ugly, gangly-legged, just annoying pup that I thought, oh, mate, you might make the cut, we'll soon see. And then <laughs> I pumped a bit of work, a lot of work into him this time last year. Um, and when we, a lot of neighbours had sorghum, we had sorghum, and pigs were giving us a bit of a flog, and they were, and 
Oh, I was going out two or three times a week, and yeah, it only took a matter of weeks, and then people were hunting off the ute. Come Christmas time, I got two of the biggest pigs I've gotten in ages with a good mate of mine that came back home for a while, and um, in the one night, and put both of them in the vets, and I thought I might have wrecked them, but um, it um, it didn't. It just made, it made Louie a bit harder, which was surprising. But yeah, um, I never. I've no. got I got the good footage of that that. Um... Well, it's not the greatest footage, but it's 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 a great memory for uh, you know, like watching Bluey that 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 morning catch that uh, good oh, pig. Oh, and they split, yeah. yeah. Well, I've always done that as a, I've always hunted them together, and they've always done their own thing, which I've liked. Like they'll separate and go their separate ways, but that's a great thing, a eh? thing. You don't see but, many um, dogs do that. No, but they're the two of the fastest dogs I've ever had. Like that Rex is. Bluey will outrun Rex in a, in a distance race, just the way he's obviously his muscle muscle structure. Where Rex is built like a greyhound, so short spurts, but he'll do sixty k now. That dog, and I've seen Bluey get all excited and, and mow him down. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah, Bluey's one. He's a funny sort of a dog. He's got his own little personality, and he'll run as fast as he, as fast as he needs to. You you'll see him sometimes, as where Rex will just put his head down and. Just you know, go. Blue's on them dogs. If you said there's a pig on the other side of the brick wall, Blue's like MacGyver, and he'll go right. Well, where's the door? I can go here, here, and there. And Rex would just be like, well, I'll just go through the brick wall, bugger. <laughs> yeah, That's no, mentality, but, um, he was they fast. Well They're together. fast dogs. They're just yeah, amazingly I'm getting too old to run too far, mate. My days are checking through the scrub, chasing pigs for cases. Well, <laughs> it's really gone. Well, I couldn't keep up with you. So I know I'm what, ten years younger than you. So that's well, you follow me, mate. We get lost like we did in the forest that night. Oh yeah, well, that's don't a... leave tracking trackers around. Yeah, there you go, kids. Number one rule: don't leave your tracker behind. That wasn't it funny. Not that far in there. Uh, it, it, it really wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Just a cloudy night. I couldn't see the stars or the moon. Always made a point of that. Like that's how we learned when we were younger. We didn't have tracking collars. Like I remember the first bloke in town. He was a well-known pig owner, some really good dogs back in the day, an older bloke, and he bought the first wildlife trackers. Like, they were like a massive Yagi antenna, and you had to be rich to buy them. Back in the day, we went and bought dollar bloody um, glow sticks. We thought that was awesome. We could see the dog, but... Um, I remember the glow sticks. They were hilarious. <laughs> yeah, like, um, yeah, four trackers, man. Like, you, you ran into the scrub, like my uncle always told me, find out where the moon is. Yes, the moon moves, but not that quick. Yeah. Or even stars, mate. Or you'd go, right... There's a big hill there. Like that night, you and I got lost. I was looking for the hill because I knew exactly where we'd be. But anyway, it got cloudy and <laughs> yeah, that... we come out on the fence about a freaking k from the ute. <laughs> yeah, for everyone who didn't know, um, you'll see it in one of the, the episodes. Jamie and I, I think uh, Rex took off. I think it was. They both took off at the same time. And it was they... actually I think it might have been Rex and Lulu before she was in pup. Yeah, because they backtracked behind us and they. They ju- they went went through this uh, fence and um, you know we oh, it would have been four hundred meters at tops from the fence yeah. and um, yeah w- wouldn't have been yeah wouldn't have been four hundred meters anyway we got to the fence we popped through the fence um, Jamie put down the the um, Garmin and handpiece. the handpiece Garmin yeah Keep which which is which is yeah it's understandable because it's like oh, I don't need that because you can hear them you can hear they're just there. And um, that's where my fitness shows, uh, coming up behind you, chasing you to get to the dog. And um, we got there and all of a sudden we kind of, you know, you have that moment of, oh shit, um, which way back to the ute? But um, 
Yeah, yeah we, we, we like you. I knew that when once we were starting to walk down here, we were going the wrong way, and we end up. Yeah, we found the fence. Thank God. Otherwise, like it's it's it's. Oh, well, it is forest, I suppose, and you know it's, it backs. It goes all the way around that place, but it's not a very big strip that part. And then you got the neighbours on the other side. Like you would have got out of there eventually, but um, if you had ended up way down the other end of it, you know. You'd be probably take a couple of days for someone to find you. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's always a good point, you know. Take a gun. I, always, you. <laughs> like, I was trying to find the moon that night, and you you know, walk in with the moon over your left shoulder, walk out with the moon on your right shoulder. Just yeah. being taught as a kid to do that. Yeah. Um, but, um, well, the cloud, anyway, the, cloud the, 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 the cloud cover didn't help one bit, so. Uh, <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> no, but that's all right. But, um,. So mate, you um, I know you you box a few pigs. How's how's the boxing yeah, game going? Like, is it? I it's I, been good this year. Like, I'm still a credit hunter. I shoot roos as well, just for a bit of extra pocket money. Um, I enjoy shooting anyway. But this year's been good. They've been open all. They've been open all year this year, as where beforehand, like it was, you know, it wasn't worth having your accreditation unless you were shooting roos because they just weren't taking. They're taking pigs very sporadically. Um, and then, you know, obviously the box operators would take the pigs off first in better stressed. Um, but this year's been good, obviously. Um, the processors have got a market for them. Um, and it's been good. It's, you know, money's not too bad. Not like back in the day. Look, we go and get a 60 kilo pig and we get a $1.50 a kilo for him. So we thought we were rich with 90 bucks. Yeah. Back in the day. Well, um, not a bad day, is it? Yeah, you know. But um, look, it's not too bad, mate. Look. I'm pretty lucky. I don't have to go very far. Like, pigs have been pretty scarce too. I've just been lucky over the last few months um, with water holes drying up and stuff like that But and been able to find them. But no monsters. I haven't caught a pig over 50 or, you know, even over 60 in quite a few months. But size doesn't really bother me. Yes, it's always good to get a good trophy, but numbers is where you improve your dogs. Um, yeah. Well, you're doing, so, the far- you're doing the farmer a favour, and that's, that's the most important thing, really, you know? You just... Yeah, mate. Just get the numbers away, so. Yeah, so, but um, no, it's been all right, mate. A bit of pocket money, I'll pay for the fuel. Pay for the, I just, all my pig money goes back into dog biscuits, so every cent of it, so that's how, oh, a bit of fuel, obviously, but. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I sort of justify having dogs and going, you know, that way. All right, I've got a, yeah. I, I got a weird one for you. I, I haven't talked about this with anyone yet, and uh, I didn't even warn you, because I kind of just have to think about What's, um, what's your thoughts on social media and the pig hunting world and all that what what are your thoughts and how it'll how do you see it because um you know like some people is against it some some people are like to me the it's it's all about having a good community as in a pig hunting world community um you know like we had this discussion with with uh tyler from grunt and hunt and um you know we we, we both want to have yeah, we both want to be pigging when we've got kids. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, for me personally, I, I, I would like to do it, you know, every day of the week, but I can't because I've got to go to work. But I'd like to be doing this in, in 40 years' time with my, my son and daughter. So I think social media is very important, but what are your thoughts with it? Oh, look, I think social media, and for those that know me, I can be opinionated, but anyway, at the end of the day, it's my opinion. You don't have to like it. You don't have to listen vice versa, whatever. But I think it's a double-edged sword, personally. Um, I've been around since the start of it, I suppose, from the pig industry. Like, you know, back in the day, we took Polaroids of pigs or we took disposable cameras <laughs> and we kept... I've got photos at home that are freaking oh God, my daughter turned 21 on the weekend. I've got photos of her when she was four or five. So, um, 
and my uncle's photos, but it's a double-edged sword as far as I'm concerned. Like any industry, even the farming industry, like with social media, horse, you know, my other half's horse mad with that industry, but it is a double-edged sword. Um, it's all well and good to share footage and stuff like that. Like, I think you just got to be a bit discreet because at this day and age, with the, I don't like getting into the politics side of it, but... The Greenies have shut anyone down because the Greenies are the, Greenies are the majority of the power. They they have got so much pull, um, and it doesn't matter whether you're doing the wrong thing or the right thing or in between. If the Greenies don't like it, you're stuffed. Um, it's good the government stood up to these um, trespassing laws because that actually is quite good. On that's uh, another story for the poaching aspect and the and the fence jumpers like you know these activist type people, but. Um, I think a lot of it's just common sense. Like, you know, you don't get an extra two inches on your cock if you put a photo of your one dog getting absolutely flogged and you're too scared to run in there. Like, shit, I've been chased by plenty of pigs and I've, I've <laughs> had injuries by pigs, you know, getting too close. But at the end of the day, if your dog, you can't trust your dog, well, dog can't trust you. So, but I think it's just a lot of common sense, you know. Like, yeah, put your photos up. Um, oh, I've been guilty of it in the past. You think, oh shit, probably shouldn't have put that up. But anyway, it's a bit late once it's already there. But um, and I don't post bugger all anymore. Um, one, you have your keyboard warriors, and you know people bite. I think it's just that you know they get entertainment out of getting people riled up. But I don't bite at that sort of stuff anymore. But it's good. We need to have that picking community. One, we don't have the. Oh, Back in the day, you bought the land newspaper. That's where you bought your pig dogs from. And the land newspaper had a section for hunting dogs. That's where you bought your pig dogs. Yeah. Sold your pig dogs, sold your pups. I remember doing that sort of stuff. All the old trading posts, they had a section for hunting dogs. Um, and people sharing hints and tips and and um, that sort of thing and getting information. It's amazing for that. Like, there's a bloke of Karskis, Lockie, Lockie um, oh, I can't remember his name now. I was trying to talk to him the other day about tips on you know he's a dog trainer and giving tips it's amazing for up and comers you know there's nothing worse than an ignorant pig dog because at the end of the day not because they're a pig dog that they're vicious it's just because they're a dog yeah. holy crap I had a Jack Russell bite a friend I've been bitten by a Jack Russell friend's little bloody shit of a thing and it's yeah. freaking a alone being a big dog but um, but yeah look social media's good and we do need to you know you have your communities and people work people out it's like enemies Social media is just like a, it's one of those places you work there, not everyone gets on, not everyone has the same opinions, not everyone's going to like this bloke, some people like this bloke, don't like that bloke, it's, it's just like anywhere, it's just that on social media you can say whatever you like and there's no repercussions, yeah. um, which, you know, the old school part of me doesn't agree with, you know, back in the days, but anyway, that's a whole other subject, but um, it's good and it's bad, it's good for the up and comers, um, but as the older generation of pig owners, I suppose we should, you know, teaching the, the younger fellas saying, oh, you know, maybe it's not a good idea. You don't school them straight away. Um, you know, a, a private message was a, a private message would do the job. Yeah, some, you know, but there's some people take offence. I learned all my do's and don'ts from my uncle. Like, he was a big one, you know. You don't need to have 5,000 dogs hanging off a pig and you don't need to prove anything by having one dog on a pig, you know. Yeah. Um, I think common sense is the... Um yeah, the, the, the yeah, big social media is good. We get to see what other people are doing. And it's entertainment, um, and you learn stuff. You buy stuff. Like, 
I would never, you know, I've had the idea of electronic quick releases. I've seen them years and years ago. A local bloke um, around here had them, but he had them just on horse clips of little solenoids. Yeah. They, you know, evolved. Yeah, that was there when I first come across them. Big, bulky thing, but that was an awesome idea. But now I run them, so, well, not that tight, but a bloke from Moree built mine. But, um, yeah, look, it is a good thing. We've just got to, you know, you, um, like yeah. any social media, good and bad. You know, but, um, you, you I, I know, no I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Just got to get that right community and stick together, and you know, because yeah. at the end of the day, if the Greens get their way, they will stuff it. They will wreck yeah. us. They will. Um, then they're going to be doing aerial shoots and you know all that. And it's just look. I'm all, look. I know that I'm a, well, one. I'm a farmer. I'm a pig owner, but I'm a farmer first. I've shot a chopper before, and I've had dogs sitting in kennels. Yeah. Um, when they got too bad, we shot 87 pigs in two hours out of our sorghum crops. I'll just making a mess of it and at the time I only had one dog and I've got a mate to come out we are coming out twice a week we're getting three or four pigs every night easy and I was trapping them but we just I just making too much every day you'd see a bit more of the corner gone a bit more of the corner gone yeah. um, so he's got the chopper out um, so they still do aerial shooting around home but I still managed to go and find a pig at the end of the day I see it as a, as a pastime it's a legend it's a hobby yeah. you know um but because um, yeah, farming comes first, pig hunting comes second. But um, but yeah, but anyway, social media is what social media is. As far as I'm concerned, it is what it is, and you just gotta run with it. Because at the end of the day, you can't control it unless you're a you know moderator on a page or something like that. But yeah, um, but yeah, but even anyway. that, even though that, that they still slip through the you know, the cracks these days, like. You know, I had, an, I had a post up the other day and I didn't really realise that, you know, on, on the group page. And I was like, uh, I didn't, I I just looked at the first two photos and I didn't scroll through the rest. And then I kind of went, ah, uh, yeah, I don't like that. Like, um, I deleted it. I gave the guy a reason. I said, this is just, you know, this is not what I wanted. But um, I apologised. And I said, look, you can put the rest up, just not that one. And... He didn't mind. He had no problem. I just said, this is just not the standard that I want to... I have. You know, my standards are pretty... You know, I, I think I'm pretty fair. I don't think I'm... You know, too nasty or anything like that. I just, just want to make sure that... Um, yeah. You know, no one goes... Yeah, I and, scroll on, like... Yeah. I, you know, I used to be, you know, guilty of giving my opinion sometimes to folks. Like, see a bloke with a pig and you think, oh, well, my opinion is, I reckon that's a styed pig. You didn't, you know, didn't have to work hard to get that pig, but... And then it just starts a massive, big, bloody preschool fight amongst everyone and that that doesn't look good i think that looks worse than um you know a video of five dogs hanging off a pig all the squabbling and that well to me it does anyway but um anyway it is what it is and we just sort of everyone work out one day that we should all start working together and run against each other yeah <laughs> yeah anyway. well well we, we'll try we'll definitely try but... we could rave on about this subject for for yeah. friggin' at least two cartons of beer. Yeah. And still not come... And we'd probably, by the end of it, we'd probably come up with a solution. <laughs> yeah, if we could still walk. But, um... Yeah, no, it's one of those things. So, um, how often are you getting out... How often are you getting going out hunting these days, mate? Like, I know you you work a full-time job. Um, but you, do you, you hunt, what, once, twice a week, or... Yeah. Oh, look, mate, I try to. Um... Well, I run my dogs only every second day. I'll take them for a run, like at least 5K run. It's a bit harder at the moment because it's, it's so flipping hot and had a bit of a routine where they'd run, do their 3K, and then she'd be back to the dam, and they always would. They'd run straight up. They'd pelt over to the dam, out there swimming, and then we'd um, head back up to the house. But it's just a bit harder at the moment. 
and I've been away a fair bit for the last month or so. Yeah. Torn and throwing, but um, in the hotter weather too, it's a bit hard um, to hunt as much as I like. But during winter, I'll hunt two, three times a week. Just go for a quick hunt. I find something I do, I don't, I don't. Just to give the dogs a bit of match fitness. Yeah, um, okay. And that's what they enjoy doing. They find out a pig dog sitting in the cage for three weeks on, and go out once a month. Um, but um, the hotter months, obviously, I'll just, I'll, I'll try and, I'll shoot roos, I always try and shoot roos one night a weekend. Um, and then I'll go pig hunting one night a weekend. But it depends on if I'm heading away to another place that's an hour and a bit away, I'll, I'll take a, do- a couple of dogs with me and because um, I always seem to manage to find a pig up there. And Because, and, um, you know, I'm not shooting roos to try and make a living. It's an age-old thing. You go roo shooting and see a couple of pigs and the uh, roo shooting gets <laughs> it's put on hold. But, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so during winter, I'll try and go out two or three times a, a week, which I am lucky because you know I'm on the land I don't have to travel very far yeah but um yeah and just you know no point having that many dogs we're not going to use them is um we won't um you know we won't say where you exactly are but um you're in the Gundawindi area is is the poaching bad there at the moment mate or what what's um oh it comes and goes mate it does come and go is um, it is there a group trying to trying to stop it or yeah, a, yeah, mate of mine who's actually part of the task force out of Moria, but they're like a rural task force, which they they do anything from they're sort of they're coppers that work within the stock squad, and he's part of that. Um, and it's funny, he's a shooter himself. He's just you know likes to go shooting, and even he said it's as a copper, he's found it hard. In the last sort of few years, even myself, you know, being a manager of a pretty well known place. But he, um, I've even I've found it hard, and I know these people really well. They go, no, nah, we just don't let anybody on. Um, it comes and goes, mate. I think it's the same everywhere. Yeah. Um, at the moment, being so dry and getting fuel flogged and um, fences cut, the farmers are really short-tempered at the moment, which, uh, you know, I don't blame them. they got better things to worry about, whether or not someone's cutting a fence or stealing fuel off them. Um and I actually feel sorry for the poor bloke that actually physically gets caught. <laughs> they, um, yeah, it yeah. Uh, won't be pretty, but... And it's good that the laws have changed, especially in New South Wales, um, with the... Um, we can actually use the biosecurity laws now yep. with, when it comes to trespassing. It's all classed as trespassing, which is a good thing just to stop them because it is a bit of a joke. Um, there's yeah. nothing worse than wondering whether you, you're going away for the weekend and someone's going to come and friggin'... It's no different than in town. You know, people wander around doing the wrong thing, but um, it's just a bit harder. You know, a lot of places at home are pretty big and you can be at places and not even know that someone's there. But, yeah. Um, do you, we have, do you have, on and off, mate. Do you have trail cams set up to, to... Yeah, mate, I do. I swap them and change them all the time. Yeah, like I... Yeah, I do. Um, just for security reasons too. Um, we've had trouble with it at home. Um, yeah, sometimes, you know... You can have like sharp objects that fall off the back of your ute in certain areas that they get flat tires, unfortunately. Yeah. But stuff does fall off the back of the ute if you know what I mean. But yeah. Um, but um, <laughs> I think it's the same. No matter where you go, no matter yeah. what district you're in, there's always that element. Just like any town, there's always that element. But you just got to try and, unfortunately, make examples of people and yeah. and um, just have the. The police, we're really lucky to have this task force out of, um, they operate out of Maureen, they've done some really good stuff, because um, at the end of the day, it's not what farmers need to worry about this time, you know, in the, in the middle of a friggin' one of the worst droughts ever. 
Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, and that's me being a bit personal about it too, because I have had stuff flogged from my house before. Yeah, really. And like, yeah, like, yeah, but um, yeah, I've got insurance. That's not the point. Yeah. But um, and we have had fuel flogged from home. Um, so you know, it's just um, it's one of those things that's part and parcel of farming, and we're just lucky that the laws are changing, getting a bit more help from the the task force with prosecuting people because. Yeah, I, I, I feel for the blokes that get caught these days. Well, I sort of do and don't. It's a bit of a conundrum, I suppose, because they they um, they get bent over and there's no lube involved anyway. Yeah, that um Which, must be a fine. must be a big drug thing out that way. Yeah, with all. I think that's in every district, mate. I yeah. think that's in every district. Um, yeah, unfortunately, that's a whole other subject with the drugs, but yeah. You know, that's just a that's yeah that's a whole another kettle of fish. One thing else in every dish, you got a mate of mine up in Central Queensland, little town, and he said the same thing, you know. But um, it's sad, very sad. Yeah, but anyway, um, choices and consequences is about it. We're all back to um back to the the hunting. Um, fun stuff. <laughs> the fun stuff. Hand me hand me hands you got. Well, we'll um, how about We'll run through we'll run through the uh the the lineup. Who who you got? Um, well, Bluey and Rex is pretty much on par with each other with their noses off the ute and stuff like that. Well, Bluey's, he's a bully stag. He's got a bit of Dane in him and a bit of everything else in him too, whatever John Fuller bred, especially his line. Yep. Very good line of dogs. Athletic, smart. Um, he's that sort of blue Merley colour. I'm not not a big fan of fancy coloured dogs, but anyway, he's a, he's a hairy fella, but... Um, yeah, he'll find out to. Oh, well, well yeah, that's a whole nother story. So it started on these um, <laughs> 2K pines. But anyway, um, he'll hunt off the ute for however long it takes him to find the peak or catch it. But um, yeah, he's a bully stallion. And then Rex is the same age as him. He's a bully ground. He's bred from. Oh, I can't remember. He was bred down down south, anyway, um, from an old line, apparently, my mate said that. Um, but he's, he's a cracker of a dog. He's hard as nails. Um, got a good nose on him he's quick um, and then Doris yeah is bred by Wally in town um, just good athletic dog she is and but she'll come good eventually if not she's good for you know as a backup dog and she's starting to use her nose but she's only 12 months old so you know oh, she's, she, oh, uh, she's, she's only a pup still yeah mate yeah for sure but she's he's obedient does she's told good dog well bred like yeah Wally's got some cracker dogs but um, just a I like her style like um, she's a nice style athletic bitch and then I've got uh, a boy a, a dog out of Bluey and Lulu she was my main dog she was a DN bully over a wolfhound bully um, she was bred down south um, she, I got the dog out of her and Bluey yep. um, he's not a bad dog he's only young maybe five months old um, he's pretty smart he's easy he's very easy to train and he's pretty switched on and then I've got a dog uh, Ralph out of Rex and a pure Deham bitch I had. Um, yeah, he's only four months old, but just interesting to see how he turns out. Whether well, he's going to be a bit bit leggy like his mum, but or he'll sort of go in between. But anyway, well, just an interesting breed I wanted to try. And then, um, yeah, they're the dogs I'm running at the moment. They're all all built for speed. <laughs> oh, mate, like I said, I'm too. Um, <laughs> pigs are too fast and too scarce these days. Like pigs are. Back in the day when you you know you hit a mob of thirty and you just wheeled the big fellows out, um, like you know them days of them big bullfeathered 
mastiffs and stuff like that. That's long gone for me. Yeah. I need quick dogs. And even at home, mate, like they hit some of them hills at home and you're flat out walking over them. And those, those good balls, they know how to run. Yeah. So... Yeah, well, yeah. The, the night I was there with you, the, those pigs knew what was going on. They were, um, they were heading straight for the hills, and the yeah, they were pretty quick. And um, mm. it made sense to after seeing um, that 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 bitch you had that you know, she's she's passed away now, yeah, but you know it made sense. You know the the way she took off the back of the year. Oh, I was amazed. Um, you know, like i hunt with a kelpie and a catahoula and like they're, they're pretty quick in my opinion and then uh watch that stag go off the back of the ute it was uh and that bully gray too um yeah different ball game for <laughs> the speed demons yeah. so yeah so it'd be interesting to see how Louis pup turns out because you know mum was pretty hard and and um she was fast as well had a bit of brains about her and everyone that i've still talked to a few people that have got pups out of that litter and yeah they're surprised at how smart the pups are and how easy they are to train and how old they are some blokes oh they'd be five months old yeah okay Diana, she um she bottle fed them since i was four days old so um, that's right they she did pa- tough those little fellas yeah she passed away um was it spider bite mate was it something no, well, we reckon it was a uteral tear she did obviously not something that you know but by the time we realized she was crook she was too far gone so um yeah very sad yeah yeah she was a bloody good dog and um but um, that's the joys of owning animals, unfortunately. Yeah. But, um, yeah lucky so... to have pups out of it. But yeah. Well, um, what what's next for for Jamie? What um, yeah, you obviously you. What 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 are you planning on? Are you going to do a big trip up north or? Um... Yeah, mate, I have. I've got um, a mate of young fella runs a big cattle station out in the sort of northern territory border there. Next year, I think we're. I'm just building the trailer for me side by side and. We, I'm gonna do a um, do a lot more hunting, like long weekend trips, and and um, that's the plan. And then yeah, I got oh, my little cousin. He um, plays he hunts. The owner owns a place up in the Cape, so we're pretty lucky to do that. And I got a mate that I used to work with that owns a place down from Weeper. So yeah, the plan is to actually yeah do a lot of hunting next year. Um, hopefully kangaroos will help pay for all that. But um, yeah, just like weekends away. Yeah. I've still got access to a place in central Queensland that I used to work up there. Um, you know, just weekends away. Just pack the ute up on Friday and just take off. Wow, um, sounds cool. So that's the plans for next year. A lot more dogs. Like this year, I've sort of mainly concentrated on shooting my roos, and, which is all help for all the pay for the dogs and the toys. So, But next year, it'll be the other way around, I think. Oh, that's, that's awesome. The plan at this stage. Well, <laughs> that's very exciting. I'll have to send you another camera. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Might lose it this time. Oh, you found it, but it doesn't all matter. Yeah, that's right. The property owner found it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's all good. Well, I wasn't worried. Um, yeah, well, that's what happens. It's uh, mm. the filming and pig hunting game. Yeah, we had a few stacks that that last time we um, we went out. You fell over. I fell over. It's all happening. Little fun and games. Yes. Right, mate. Well, I'll um, I'll let you go, but we'll um, I'll definitely get you on again. And um, thanks for coming on. And um, no we'll uh, we'll have another podcast. Good bedtime story. Put people to sleep. Yeah, oh, I think it's a good bedtime story. <laughs> it would be. It's about half an hour, forty minutes long. But um, you know, oh, I could write shit longer than that, mate. Don't you remember that? Oh, <laughs> I don't have any doubts there. We'll uh, we'll, we'll do it for another time, but <laughs> no worries. Right, mate. Well, uh, thank you very much. We'll, um, no dramas, buddy. Love, I'll talk to you. Love your work. Cheers, mate. Bye, mate. Cheers, mate. Bye.